Ben McCann. Greetings. Welcome to Wake the Dead. Today, we are very happy to have first-time guest uh, researcher, Nix. Welcome, Nix. Thank you so much. Yes, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Wonderful. Uh, I, um, I'm doing some research, and I, was, I heard you on the Subconscious Realms podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, you were discussing Kai Bell and the uh the goddess cult the ancient goddess cult and that was interesting to me because i had done that research too and i I contacted you and said hey come talk about it and um we we in discussions we decided to do this uh different topic today where it seemed like it's fits in with another piece another thing i'm researching which is great uh we're here to talk about Pink ballets, or uh, we could also call it the ballet roses. And uh, thank you, Nix, for joining us. Welcome. Yes, thank you. So, um, yeah, I came across you, Sean, when um, I was listening to all your um, shows about um, decoding and deocculting. Um, eyes wide shut, um, <laughs> which I found super fascinating. And I feel like even what I'm going to be discussing ties into that a little bit. So, but yeah, so um, without further delay, I will get started. Um, and I'm going to be talking about the Ballet's Roses Affair. And this was a scandal that happened in France. Um, just a disclaimer, uh, I know parlez-vous français, so I'm likely to butcher a lot of these names, so um, <laughs> bear with me on that. So um, don't write me any nasty grams, you know, telling me I'm not saying it right, because I, I probably am not. Uh, <laughs> so, but um, so the Ballet Roses Affair began with um, the publication in the Daily Le Monde, dated January 10th, 1959 of a brief informing of the arrest warrant from a few weeks earlier of a police officer or individual posing as a police officer. And just a side note, it's unclear with how the press um, presents it in various Hmm. articles. But he was accused of embezzlement of minors, which I found was kind of interesting terminology. But Embezzlement of minors. Yes. yes. So... Yes. So, and we will, as we go along, we'll see how now this would be um, defined as human trafficking. I see. So, so the investigation established former Directorate of Territorial Surveillance driver Pierre Solot, and he had been the driver for the director of um, the Directorate of territorial surveillance and just a little side note um it's the intelligence service of the ministry of the interior um with the directorate general of the national police historically responsible for counter espionage in france so this gentleman had been a driver for the director of it and he was posing as a police officer and was noted as being on quote standby or on call and he had trapped young girls for three years, 
Um, the youngest would have been 14 years old and the oldest 20. According wow. to some sources, 12 and 18 years, according to others. While the civil majority at the time was 21 and the sexual majority was 15. By offering them the opportunity to meet men who could, thanks to their relationships, promote their artistic career. So um, right here um, is where kind of like the human trafficking definition would come in because it's um, force, fraud, or coercion um, in exchange for a commercial sex act. So they're being promised, um, you know, a career um, hmm. in exchange for um like the casting act. couch yes yes right. exactly and the sad thing is you know it's all all a lie so as we'll see as we go on so <laughs> so they were supplied with alcohol and marijuana they performed erotic shows for an audience of amateurs some of the choreographies of which were imagined by elizabeth pinef known as the countess of pinef a romanian painter and false countess ex-actress and companion of Andre Le Trocor, who was the president of the National Assembly at the time. And he was the president of the National Assembly from January 12, 1954 to January 10, 1955, and a second term from January 24, 1956 to October 4, 1958. Now, these events occurred while he was in office, but the accusations were brought forth after he had already left office. Um, and the National Assembly in France, it's the French uh, institution which forms with the Senate, the Parliament of the Fifth Republic, of which is the lower house. Its role is to, to debate, propose, amend, and vote on laws, control the action of the government, and evaluate public policies. Um, so continuing on, um, convinced of promoting the careers of their daughters, um, many mothers would have consented to this, um, not knowing what they were getting into. This is just like the Kybell cult, where they, the women, like the mothers, give their prepubescent daughters to the cult, and they end up uh, being hookers, making money for the church. That's how, like, instead of going to pay put put money in the in the tray like the roman mm -hmm. catholic church yeah, has offering. the tray that goes around mm -hmm. like that was that came from kai bell cult he used to pay oh. money you'd pay money to the church and then you would have sex with one of the young women mm. and then your uh, expelling of your seminif, seminif, mm -hmm. seminif, yeah. uh yeah. is expels all your sins along with it and it's cleansing your sins yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's gross. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, but that, like, yeah. it's the same shit as, like, these the mothers giving their kids to the. I mean, and that, look at what, you know, um, the what's her name there, the JonBenet Ramsey and that whole scene. Oh, of, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The mothers um, giving their kids to And that, that almost thing. sounds like, you know, there's sex magic involved in that, too, with the ideology um, behind that. Mm. Yeah. Sex, I mean, so do you, is sex magic involved with this too? No, no, okay. not that I, no, not anything that I could find here. Mm -mm. Okay. No. So let's see. Okay. So it was journalist Georges Guerra of Francois 
who in 1959 invented the expression ballets, roses, or pink ballets. It is the first time that this expression appeared in everyday language as it previously did not exist. Today, pink ballets involve girls and its equivalent is blue ballets when it comes to boys. And it commonly refers to sex parties where minors are sexually abused. Wow. So, uh, so these kids are given from, from their parents to these uh, guardians, I guess, in quotes, mm -hmm. that, um, that use them for uh, prostitution and collect the money. And these kids also do ballet. Is that so? Yes. So um, I'll get into that a little bit here. What exactly went on at these parties nowadays, though, um, when they use the terms pink or blue ballets, it doesn't necessarily indicate that there's some, a ballet performance. OK, um, but um, <laughs> it's just the party oh, afterward. Yeah, yeah, it's the after party. God. So, um, but yeah. So but in this case, there actually was. Um, but nowadays it doesn't necessarily indicate that any performance is taking place, mm -hmm. um, other than the, um, sexual abuse of children. Interesting. So, so on January 23rd, 1955, the political weekly Ox listens to the world expounded on the information with an article titled little madness or folly of Boutard. The police officer allegedly admitted to having organized games between personalities and minors in various locations in the Paris region, including Pavilion du Pard. The hunting lodge is located very close to Paris in the forest of Fosses Reposes and was then available to the president of the National Assembly. So, and that at that time was um, Le Trocaire. A letter addressed publicly to the editor of the weekly by the politician Andre Letrocaire to protest to the, quote, published allegations, an unreserved categorical absolute denial, end quote, gave a new, new dimension to this news item. So, um, yeah, he wasn't happy about that article, and he denied the allegations all the way to the end. Um, but, as, as they do. Yes. Always. Right. Right. And yes, so and there's the um, hunting lodge, which is quite the hunting lodge. Pavilion um, du Boutard. Yes. Right. So and it kind of like I thought, you know, well, you know, that's obviously a secluded place that they could probably safely um, do these um, sinister things. Um, it right. also kind of made me wonder, you know, too. Like it seems like in other cases of um we've heard with like abuses of children or hunting parties right um so yes. and that just kind of you know came to mind that you know that i didn't read anything indicating that in this case but you know um with these That's hunting common. lodges that would be an ideal location for things like that to happen at so right so you're speaking about you're referencing like what Kathy O'Brien yeah. talks about and other mm -hmm. SRA survivors mm -hmm. yeah. where um, George H.W. Bush and his friends have this nice uh, wooded area mm -hmm. land that they own and they set the children free in this land and they go and hunt the children in quotes. Yes. And every time they find a child, they rape it 
and then they take one of its pieces of clothing mm -hmm. and then it screams and runs away and then another person rapes it and takes away mm -hmm. a piece of its clothing and then by the end mm -hmm. they're just screaming running naked children mm -hmm. being raped by these monsters right like that's the mm -hmm. hunting party that they <laughs> yeah right yeah and i think they've talked about um those happening in bohemian grove as well right right that makes mm -hmm. sense um, so Andre Lake Tricor was born in 1884 to a modest family. He studied law and became a lawyer. Uh, he became involved in politics and was elected SFIO um, deputy, which was France's Socialist Party at the time. He was married and had three children prior to World War I. He was a World War I veteran where he lost the use of an arm or hand. I've read different variations and whose heroic conduct earned him two military awards. He was a member of the resistance close to General de Gaulle, of whom he was minister at the Liberation in 1944. He was the last president of the National Assembly of the Fourth Republic, and that was from January 1956 to June 1958. Um, Le Tricor was, um, he was a widow, and I think PDF, um, Elizabeth PDF, um was divorced. Oh, right. So, yeah. So, in uh, Sexus Politicus, which was published in 2006, journalists Christophe Delore and Christophe de Bois write, at 73, Light Tricor had participated in Bacchanals with his painter mistress, but especially teenage girls aged from 14 to 20. On the program of collective festivities like Regency Libertine dinners, strip sessions, naked poses, pleasures of the senses, embellished with floggers and sensual choreographies. Festivities took place in the mistress's workshop, but also at the Palais Bourbon, where the National Assembly would meet at the Paris Opera in the presidential box, and at the Boutard Pavilion, the second home of the president of the National Assembly. In these libertine evenings, Le Tricor embellished his old days in the presence of cohort young girls, including five minors. Of these five, four had been brought by a young man, Pierre Solot. Le Tricor said of the young man that he was, quote, a boy who was well-behaved, who seemed to be from a good family, who was friendly, end quote. So additional locations also included the Paris Comic Opera, Le Tricor's office, the offices of the headquarters of the First Mobile Brigade, um, and in the fitting rooms of the Le Grande Maison store in Paris. So they were all over the place committing these atrocities. Right there in the opera box. Yeah. Everybody just... Yeah, I wow. I, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's crazy, though. I mean, yeah. Um, so this guy is ex-military. Yes. He's decorated, which is highly suspect in my opinion, mm -hmm. because the military has lots of operations that uh, people don't know about involving children and blackmail and all that. So. And that yeah, that's interesting too because they bring up um, you know Pierre Sorlot if he was trying to blackmail. Um, since he did work um, as a driver, as a DEST, although um, oh, right. 
there's some, I, I think, some loopholes in that theory, they said. But, yeah, for sure. Definitely suspect. Wow. Um, and so this dude who got promoted from the military, now he is uh, organizing these parties. And it seems a lot similar to a mm -hmm. certain Mr. Epstein who didn't kill himself. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Um, and when I get to the end, um, his legal consequences, it, it certainly sounds like a sweetheart deal. Wow. Same, same as Epstein. Huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Epstein's not the first, everybody. <laughs> no, no, far from. So, um, Latricor was quickly charged along with a dozen elderly and wealthy men. The, cons uh, the accused consisted of Pierre Salon, he was 33 years old, Andre Latricor, Elizabeth Pinieff, she was 59, Arturo, Arturo Guglielmi, um, master hairdresser who also um, hosted pink ballets at his homes. I actually, I actually read somewhere that he had like, this like ginormous like velvet plush couch for these occasions for, and it had in quotes, easy maneuverability. No. Yeah, so no. that was disturbing um yeah Jean Gessier, 32 he was a commercial director of a fashion house which was that la grande maison which was i guess in the dressing rooms um george's being cherry he was 40 and a restaurant owner there was police officers one being a chief police commissioner and an individual who either was a fashion model at one time or worked in the fashion industry just like and Mandy from yeah, Eyes yeah. Wide Shut, right? Mm -hmm. And her, the fashion mogul that she was dating in the newspaper talked about that. Mm -hmm. Right. What also was interesting when I was looking at these names, um, it seemed like a lot of them had code names, like they had a pseudonym, um, surname, or last name, and they would either end in double X or triple X. But the name um, would? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like Detroit only has one X, I guess. Like, yeah, yeah, but I can't I, it's think like, of, they, it's I think they, yeah, they made up like surnames and last names that weren't necessarily um, theirs or right. they were similar to theirs, maybe, but they always ended in double X or triple X, you know, um, likely um, related to the debauchery that they are taking in. Um, right. Right, maybe their secret order. Maybe they have a secret yeah. society. Probably, they, yeah, they, probably something like that. Um, yeah. In in order to um, not be using names, uh, right. should someone be listening or um, intercept some type of communication? Right. <clears throat> so other people were heard following this children's statements, but were not charged. Uh, there was a famous painter a famous sculptor, a famous conductor and his pianist, a singer from the comic opera, an Italian um, marquise, a very worldly doctor. And when I, so ever, so just so everybody knows, like I had to use like Google translate a lot because all these articles are in French. Um, so sometimes, you know, the translation is not the best, but when it said a very worldly doctor, um, I was thinking maybe that's a world-renowned doctor, perhaps. Um, 
with the way they said that. But yeah, so right, some right. of these um, translations might not be the best. But when I was researching this, those were the articles that had the most information and details. So right. um, there's a French colonel and an American major. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So they got the entire, basically, the the like people from all parts of the entertainment industry at mm -hmm. their time were all yeah. implicated yes. in this just like all wealthy Hollywood. individuals yep right elite so the yeah so hollywood hollywood uh started as a prostitution business basically these the women on the silver screen were a like rich wealthy people could go and pay for Marilyn Monroe, you mm -hmm. know, if they wanted her. Uh, and that goes back to the beginning of Hollywood. I mean, it's the mob put up the money to, anyway. Uh, uh, so, like, the the uh, the movie itself is the advertisement, and then the business is on the side. Mm -hmm. And in, in so doing, like, they all the powerful people can be blackmailed mm -hmm. with this. And then that creates a power dynamic. Um, so this is basically the same idea where these, I mean, I guess the kids aren't advertised, but, um, but there it's, it's like a stable a whorehouse of mm -hmm. children right. to blackmail, um, just like what Epstein was doing. Well, and another similarity is Elizabeth PBF to Ghislaine um, because she, you know, choreographed these routines and like, you know, kind of trained these girls. Um, so it was very similar. Um, they were a very similar duo um, right. in this. So, yeah, for sure. So, and she was very much um, involved in this so wow. just like Ghislaine was mm -hmm. i think yeah. it might be necessary to have a female handler for the programming i i think so because i think probably i mean granted no one wants to be sexually abused but i think um a lot of the times if it's a woman present um right you know it's not as frightening Although from what I've heard um, from research uh, of women, um, they sometimes can be more violent than the men actually. Right. Um, right. So, but I think sometimes the woman is more there to maybe ensure the process goes a little bit smoother. Right. Um, so. I think it's also to help to understand the the mind of the child if it's the same mm -hmm. gender you know if mm -hmm. it's a if it's a little girl sure. really like the 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 mother was a little girl the, the older woman was a little girl one day was you mm -hmm. know once upon a time and, mm -hmm. uh maybe has better better at grasping the mind of the of the, of the child yeah well and i think a lot of times um people look at women like the, you know motherly or the nurturing gender right Right. Um, so I think there's a little bit, um, people are willing to let their guard down a little bit more, right. um, right. in that. So for sure. Right. For sure. Wow. 
So, so uh, this, you think this Elizabeth Pina Jeff, uh, mm-hmm. you think she is a cult bloodline? You think she's in there with uh, like an eyes wide shut woman uh, programmed doing I, the program? Uh, she she definitely could. I definitely think like she is grooming these girls um, right. to do to you know be these um, willing. Um, sex kittens um so there is it did suggest that there was a lot of that and she you know participated in also the sexual abuse too so she was abused as well oh no no i don't know about oh i see oh she was doing the the abusing yeah so she wasn't just training them she was i I guess uh, a lack of better words she was hands-on just like everybody else was um so but it's it definitely seemed like um she was training them now regarding her past i didn't come across anything Mm -hmm. um suggesting that i know i think she was married twice and divorced twice um but i didn't and i think i don't know if her parents were involved in the entertainment industry or not they could have been i can't remember off the top of my head though um but she was in quite a few films and although she never was the starlet she kind of was second to mm-hmm. so she she definitely did have um quite a resume for um films but she also was a painter and she would paint um paint people and i think she painted the queen um was uh, someone she painted a of England. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah so but um yeah i'm not sure what her past is but she most definitely was conditioning these girls um and was also a, also a perpetrator. Yeah. So it's a, it's, I mean, it, it is like, a, well, I wouldn't say a cult, I guess it's, it's organized crime. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, there's there, like, it goes to everybody in the entertainment industry of the time in France. Uh, this is, um, do you think that this same type of affair is unfolding currently where people are becoming more aware of, I mean, we have these Epstein documents being released and mm-hmm. people are looking at, Oh, uh, Stephen Hawking was at an underage orgy. Like, Oh, like, you know, they, they we learn a little bit more every time. Uh, do you think that that, this is, it's another revelation uh, in a similar sense. Are we, are we finding more? I, I mean, I think probably some of this was going on, on a lot longer that than we know about. And I think it still continues to go on. And I think it will always be going on because some people right. have some sexual proclivities. And for whatever reason, those are children. Um, and I think, you know, with especially the elite you know, this has become the greatest form of blackmail as well. So you, you know, um, so it can also be used as blackmail, Um, which is currency. It's like, it's power. It's like money to Mm -hmm. have blackmail Mm because then you own a person. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So it's like, uh, they have an outlet where they can indulge in these pleasures. And then it's also beneficial for, you know, um, people to use as blackmail too. So there's kind of a double-edged sword to that. 
Um, It seems we are becoming more aware of networks, um, even though they've been around for a very long time. There's many people before Epstein, even in the United States. Um, So, and I I think there will always be Epsteins and there will always be these um, pedophilia and or pedophilic occult circles. Right. um, yeah. For sure. I mean, like we got this thing in Utah going right now with. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, the SRA abuse of mm-hmm. children. Like you can get the documents and read what. Yeah. It's horrible. So, mm-hmm. the, so I think that, like, in my research, I've looked a lot at um, generational uh, SRA mm-hmm. mind control trauma-based mind control and um the uh it's it's always going to be there you know like that cult will perpetuate itself underground forever and sometimes they'll burn off an epstein or a latrocurs or a detro mm-hmm. just to like oh it was all him it, he was right. all alone and did it's it by the himself fall guy. the fall right. guy yeah yeah, mm-hmm. and then it'll continue because I think that it's necessary for the so like with trauma-based mind control, the sexual abuse is part of the traumatization, and it's necessary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like right. not just to get their jollies off because these mm-hmm. the adults that are doing it to them are like demonized, mm-hmm. also abused psychopaths. You know. Um, but they're like getting their jollies doing the thing mm-hmm. and the demons are like stealing the loosh or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, but still like it's necessary for them to do that to the kids in order to keep doing the mind control. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the mind control is like their number one weapon is trauma based mind control. It makes perfect slaves. Mm-hmm. So they're never going to stop doing that. No. Cause I mean, unless they all die which mm-hmm. knock on wood, yeah. <laughs> hopefully. But yeah. I mean, you know, um, it's like, no matter what, it's we're always going to have another Epstein. Oh, yeah, for so sure. It's yeah. Just, yeah, and I mean, you think about it, you know, granted, what I hate about the, the whole satanic panic is because there was some false um, accounts of it. They deemed everything as false. Um, oh, right. Yeah. You know, when that's the false that's memory not, syndrome yes, was controlled oh, you buy, and they were yeah. pedophiles, right? Exactly. False memory, yeah, right, they were right, pedophiles. Right, right. So, you know, they had infiltrated there too, in order to, you know, right. you know, make sure they could, you know, discredit these people right. on in the courts. And so, they're still today, they're, they're demonizing the woman who did that book, uh, Michelle, Michelle remembers. remembers. Yeah. And they're making documentaries now demonizing her. Like, Oh, she was having an affair with the dude. Mm-hmm. And like, Oh, don't listen to her. Mm-hmm. Like, what the heck? Yeah. Like they're but, still going at it. Right. And it, it, it's crazy. But even if like, even if hers wasn't true, there's still, Oh, I think it was. Are true. Right. And what's yeah. crazy is, is, they're okay th- this stuff was going on before the internet and oh, you have yeah. those similar accounts from people from all over the world right so to ch- just chalk it up to as a, a panic you know like <laughs> right, i don't right. understand that and i don't understand the whole landing report um 
you know, with, oh, there, there's no, uh, you know, human sacrifices or there's no, you know, uh, killings because of, you know, Satanism or whatever. Right. And anytime someone says Satanist too, they automatically, right. you know, coin it as Anton LaVey's Satanism, which the church is saying, but there is more than one Satanism and people aren't right. aware of this. So Right. And he, you know, like they totally, the landing report totally like disregards like the Ripper crew from Chicago who were like four guys like sexually assaulting and killing women and doing rituals, like yeah. very um, gruesome rituals with the women's bodies. So I just, you know, I keep finding more that suggests, you know, there's a lot more to this and they're just dis discrediting right. it for, for, you know. Other because purposes. the cult runs the government mm -hmm. so yeah, you're not gonna yeah. get justice from right. them right no yeah. i mean like i mean what kind of justice came from you know mk ultra and the church hearings and stuff nothing right, right. Nothing. or like what so. happened with the finders cult they were like oh it's mm -hmm. fine those mm -hmm. those kids that were like didn't have clothes yeah. and were oh, dirty that was and nothing they were whatever. just you know, playing in like animals in trails and running around right. naked and yeah Pictures of them like, ripping apart goats and stuff. Yeah, oh. yeah. And like information and on, sudden, the, on the fax machine of like how to yeah. traffic kids to China. Yeah, and that was like, <laughs> Whatever before, happened like to that? fax machines, like they had computers and stuff that would yeah. have like cost so much money, like they, a regular person couldn't have. And then the CIA just comes in and says, oh, nothing to see here. Move along. Right, right. You know, so. Yeah. But yeah, Epstein so, just happened to kill himself. How'd that happen? Oh, whoops. He was in a right, government jail right. with government We're cameras give him a turned bunch of off. Bedding, extra bedding, and the cameras yeah. are going to be dead, and the guards yeah. fall asleep. Right. And the first time we tried to kill him, uh, whoops. Sorry. We'll yeah. do it a second time. Like this bruiser of a guy goes in there and tries to strangle him. Right. Like, right. holy crap, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Which I do remember reading um, that Leitro Kors, um wife, she. Um, I said he was a widow. I forgot. Um, widower, his wife, yeah. yes, widower. Sorry. Right. Um, his wife died because she was successful on her second suicide attempt. Huh. Really? Yeah. So it makes me wonder what type of a life, uh, what was going on there. So. Right. Sure, right. but either see. she was traumatized mm -hmm. because she did kill herself or she didn't kill herself just like epstein didn't kill herself. <laughs> right 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 <laughs> right wow. so the trial began on april 28 1960 there were five victims whose families were civil parties testified behind the closed doors um three victims were under the age of 15 and two were under the age of 18 at the time their abuse took place and the judge had to give up collecting testimony of other minors who were profoundly trauma too traumatized to um to speak testify right and you know a lot of that was they didn't even remember what happened because they suppressed those memories of course right, mm -hmm. right. so um the 23 accused were all prosecuted for indecent assaults characterized by inciting minors to debauchery and punishable by two to five years in prison and a fine of 5,000 to 50,000 new francs. So the facts incriminated read acts characterized by excitement to debauchery, the essential part of which consists of generally complete sexual relations between several men and one woman or between a single man and several women. 
or between several couples with sometimes an exchange of partners. Any concomitant or successive acts perpetrated without the slightest concern for discretion of which the minors were all the objects or witnesses and which in certain cases were spiced up by the much appreciated spectacle of exhibitions of nudity or even numbers of striptease, very precise caresses between women and uh, flagellations using a flogger. So wow. like a bunch of like disgusting stuff. Um, wow. So, yeah. And then there was um, six of them. It's weird the way that France, like, yeah, words well, those things. It's, they're, then, they're freaks, those guys. Yeah, <laughs> no offense to French then, people. Uh, especially back then. And I think part of it is, like, you know, I'm sure this stuff was going on long before this happened. But um, they do talk about how, like, this is the first time something like this had you know, went mainstream and people really didn't know how to react to it or, or know what to call it. And right. well, how do so, we term this? Yeah. Right. So, right. Wow. Right. And what's sad is like, is a lot of people and even the judge in some instances with the older teenage girls, you know, they think back then at that time, um, especially with the older girls that they, they should know better to, they should yeah. know better they could have um, said no it, yeah and that they were you know girls um you know that were running around wild or you know um had loose morals had a bad reputation like right right so um it was a very um on the fence kind of topic back then where you it know, still is now oh, people for sure. give standing for ovation sure. to, the, to sure. the dude that made the ninth gate there the oh roman Plans. rosemary's yeah. baby yeah yeah right yeah they mm -hmm. still give a standing ovation mm -hmm. and he's like ran away to france funny mm -hmm. funny that's the and country now, yeah now the girl <laughs> that he raped when she was 13 she's like oh no he he didn't rape me she's coming i mean there was a yeah she brought her own quaaludes so and her mom dropped her off. Mm -hmm. So I like mean, it was money, always money. Money can do wonders um, right, when right. you're given it. Yeah. So right. um, for her to change her story makes me raise my eyebrows a little bit because that's not what it was years ago. And even if it was, like now, now we have laws, and you know it's understood that just like you have to be a certain age to have buy alcohol or cigarettes or make like big life decisions, you know, right. that, you know, children shouldn't be. And in the case with like, you know, trafficking, that's why a child under the age of 18, even if they consent to, you know, a commercial sex act, it's illegal. It's illegal. Right. Right. So, because and back, yeah. Their brains uh, aren't developed enough. Mm -hmm. and the court recognizes that they can't actually consent because they can't actually understand right the uh implication like uh, the harms that could happen yes. that type of thing yes they, exactly. they think with the mind of a child mm -hmm. uh so you uh like a child can't consent really mm -hmm. and that's legally and in my opinion in real life like they don't mm -hmm. have the ability to really fathom and grasp like our brains we're not really an adult till we're like 23 right. and children yeah. can be so easily influenced and misled too exactly you know, and groomed yes yeah so it's much easier you know for people to um manipulate 
a child and convince them of, you know, implications that aren't realistic, you know? Um, so, so yeah, this was before society, you know, really got more involved with this, um, where these laws were made. So, whereas at this time people were kind of like, they didn't know what to make of it, even though, you know, most of them were alarmed and should be alarmed. Um, but it shows what a, you know, how we're trying to get better at this. Although, you know, we're never going to be able to get everybody, especially when it gets really high up into, you know, the government or elites, things like that. So. Yeah. The elite power structures need the blackmail in order Mm -hmm. to like, just like how the trauma based mind control cults need, trauma uh the politicians need blackmail it's mm-hmm. that's how government works mm-hmm. um no, like people get selected not elected and they're selected based on how compromised they are oh, yeah. mm-hmm. so and, and in order to compromise people back in the day they could um you know uh like put people like what's his name the dude from the fbi uh uh, the, he dressed in a dress and he was like a cross-dresser and, um, but he was also had files and was working to kill JFK and like, mm-hmm. um, this like was having files of everybody else's blackmail too. But that dude is, is also, you know, and then there's like, um, the, um, the, uh, oh man, my brain isn't working this morning. Um, the, uh, Hastert. Dennis Hastert, mm-hmm. that dude, uh, he was like number three to the president and he was going on vacation to Thailand to, Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. To like to, abuse uh, children. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And like, he was, he was only convicted of not disclosing to the government on his taxes or whatever that he was giving payments to this dude that he abused when he was a gym teacher like he started as a gym teacher and then got in trouble for abusing kids and then they're like oh we get mm. you want a job in government oh my god yeah <laughs> and he's like, like working there with clinton like uh, and clinton uh, like, <laughs> yeah i mean supposedly now we have laws against like you know um pedophilia tourism um but you know if you're high up in the government that's probably not going to apply to you so. right and for there's sure. no like money for actual like in thailand or whatever or these Mm -hmm. other countries like philippines and stuff there's not enough money for police investigations Mm -hmm. because whatever they you know and the new world order keeps it that way Mm -hmm. you know they keep them with the imf and the world bank yeah yeah and those are very poverty-stricken countries so i'm sure um they're giving given you know money for this um to keep it going and try to keep it quiet Exactly. Um, so, but yeah, there are a lot of, um, you know, countries like that yeah. do that. So even when great. it's not in our own country, we can still mm-hmm. keep it quiet. You know, the finders affair, mm-hmm. like, or the finders, whatever, that just mm-hmm. disappeared mm-hmm. because our government had, had all the files and like, mm-hmm. whoops, where'd it go? Yeah, and then, and the but now we, yeah, the, the Franklin's another one. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, what what are your thoughts on that? How that relates? 
Oh, gosh. Like, I, I definitely <laughs> think, like, that went, like, super deep. I mean, the fact that, um, was it Gary Caradori who was investigating, whose plane just fell apart? Right. Like, um, after he had called his wife, I think, and said something like, I found something really big. Um, if they find it or if they know, they'll kill me. And his briefcase was missing mm. from the wreckage. The, you know, the fact, um, I think it was the documentary um, about Johnny Gosh where they show. Oh, the um, one where they pulled it and they didn't show it? The 60 Minutes Australia? No, no, about? no, no. That was um, that was the um, Franklin scandal, scandal, actual documentary. But there was right. one about Johnny Gosh. Johnny Gosh, like it was all right. about him. The first kid on, on a milk it, carton. Yeah, right. but okay. it touches on how they think he was abducted for you know that same ring and what it was was the house these kids were being held in paul bonacci was able to lead them to it and you saw like where kids were writing or carving um in the basement on like beams um so there's a there's so much more that has come out about it um Nick Bryant has a podcast that I uh, listen to occasionally when he has like new information on it um, because he continues to investigate it. But there's just so much there that like uh, it's and it's wild like that nothing more happened. You had Alicia Owens who was like in prison for, you know, treason and, you know, perjury. I'm sorry, perjury, not treason. and was put like in truth. isolation. Yeah. Right. And she always maintained it to the, right. I mean, and continues to, um, you know, so it, it just blows my mind. There was so much and for it to get dismissed. And then Paul Bonacci even won a lawsuit against Larry King, but Larry King never even paid him. It like, and like, it never was like enforced. Like, so the money is such a know, monster. Holy crap. So it's just, and then I know, you know, they talk about, how that connects to iron contra and you know of course who's connected to iron contra but um mm. bushes and aquino right so and my yeah. aquino had the kids at his house presidio they, right presidio mm-hmm. right and san francisco yeah. is like the most satanic shit like mm-hmm. it goes yeah. deep and that whole cyber Jack Parsons. oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then well the and the like the the Burning Man cult and mm-hmm. the the Google cyber like dot com thing is all there in San Francisco. And it's mm-hmm. like that was the gateway to the West. And with their occult ideology, it's like West is death. You know, mm-hmm. the sun dies at the West. And so it's like further away from the sun, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like to, on yeah. the dark side. Right? Yeah. It's yep. really interesting. Yeah, but no, the I definitely gate is like where the soul goes through. To, yeah, anyway, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I, but no, I definitely think the Franklin scandal was a legitimate um, thing right. that obviously, Me too. Um, you know, the government shut down because there was government involvement in it. Right. Um, you know, so and the whole blackmail, all the blackmail stuff, and then. Um, yeah. So, and it, I just, and you see eventually when you start looking at all this, how they all connect and all of this stuff was before an Epstein. Um, so, but yeah, there's been a number, um, a lot of people aren't familiar with the, um, in Michigan, um, North Fox Island, where it was supposed to be like a camp for 
uh, youth for boys. And when they went there, they were sexually abused and um, were used in child abuse material photos and videos. And they got the one guy who he was, I think, a teacher at um, one of the schools. But the other guy that, that was the brains of it and set up this island escaped and left the country. And he hasn't been caught to this day. Hmm. So, yeah, there's so many things before Epstein and people don't realize that, um, you know, it, it's scary. So, right. um, so many right. people are asleep to this stuff, but it's out there and you can find it. Um, and it will, like we talked about, it will always be there, unfortunately, especially, right. um, the ones that involve the government. Right. Yeah. So, like the government is the organized crime. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. So, um, so, okay, go ahead. Yes. Six of the um, six of the defendants had to answer for beating children under age of fifteen, and therefore face one to three years prison sentences and a fine of twenty to twelve hundred new francs. According to the newspaper Listening to the World on February 6, nineteen fifty nine, page six, a film was shot at Le Boutard. The film was taken at Le Batard Pavilion on the occasion of one of the pink ballets and was, according to the article, screened on occasion of other meetings of the same type with the aim of initiating young participants by putting them in the mood. Quite disturbing. So, at the end of the trial on June 9, 1960, 22 of the 23 defendants were convicted. The organizer, Pierre Salot, received five years in prison, reduced to four years on appeal. Um, while Elizabeth Pinieff, admittedly too active of a servant of Le Tricor's small pleasures, gets away with only a 2,000 franc fine, which she doesn't appeal. Other prison sentences were pronounced as well as fines, in particular against Parisian hairdresser Arturo by the Court of Appeal, he was 18 months suspended prison sentence and 6,000 francs fine. The restaurant owner, Georges Biancheri, by the Court of Appeals, 18 months suspended prison sentence and 6,000 francs fine. Commercial director of a fashion house, Jean Jessier, by the Court of Appeal, 18 month suspended prison sentence and 3,000 francs fine. So as for Andre Leitrecourt, the court did not hold it against him, either for having claimed it was a political scheme intended to smear him or having hosted these exclusive parties in a palace owned by the state, taking into account a, quote, long past the services render, end quote, and not wanting to, quote, overwhelm an old man, end quote. It only wow. imposed a one-year suspended prison sentence on him and a five of three in a fine of 3,000 francs. Wow. So, and <laughs> even when like, he gets caught, yeah. he doesn't really get hurt. Yeah. And so that, you know, when we were talking about the blackmail, you know, that's where the fact that Pierre Sloat was during the year when he officially worked for DST and the driver of Gallus, Roger Wybot, field a thesis of a plot intended to destroy the socialist uh, Le Barter. So, um, I don't know if that played into it all, but um, yeah, he definitely got off with only a slap on the wrist, kind of a sweetheart deal, just like Epstein. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the first time Epstein yeah. in trouble. 
So, yeah, but not just a couple years after um, the trial ended, um, Andre Lacour, he left politics in 1960, and his death was reported as being November 11th, 1963. Now, other than the day, the place of death, which was in Dilly, France, and the cemetery he's interned in, no other information, I, I couldn't find any other any other information such as his cause of death like nothing so that's odd like i would have died on 11 11 oh yeah that is weird yeah (laughs) good 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 to catch but like nothing like i couldn't find any like thing about a cause of death i found one article in the new york times that said he died but i couldn't view it all because of course you know they want you to pay so i don't know if they had anything in there but i couldn't Um, find any um information website you know english or french that said how he died yeah if uh <clears throat> if you took that new york times uh website mm-hmm. that where you were at copy and then go to archive.org and paste it in there a lot of times people will have saved in the um the wayback machine there they yeah. call it yeah. the the viewable page so you can uh-huh. get around the page yeah i'll have wall. to try that right i'll have to try that because that was the only one and who knows I, i'm willing to guess they probably don't have a cause of death but if i could just verify that that would be great so i'll definitely have to check that out mm. so elizabeth pdf died on december 31st 1995 in france i can't pronounce that town that's way too long um <laughs> at the age of 95 also, I could not find a cause of death, but 95. at the age of 95, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's probably something natural run. due, to, due yeah. to old age. So, right. so after his release, Pierre, so what, the organizer of these pink ballets, he opened a restaurant with his wife, Suzanne, who he married while in prison in Paris. In 1965, his restaurant was robbed and vandalized, and I could find no other information um, on him other than that so <clears throat> this is i mean these people lived happy lives you know mm-hmm. these the kids are probably uh messed up forever oh yeah yeah i know they noted one definitely like went down you know dark path and stuff you know um she became a prostitute addicted to i think like drugs and just not not good stuff um I yeah. think some might have been institutionalized, you know, for, you know, mental health. Um, so for sure, definitely. But um, Just I like get... Mandy uh, with the the drug problems and, mm-hmm. you know, from Eyes Wide Shut, the, mm-hmm. she died from the overdose. Yeah, and, and that's a feature, um, Pink Ballet, I'm going to cover. There is a real-life um, person who sounds a lot like Mandy, who was involved in Pink Ballets, and she died from a either suicide or drug overdose, but people on the inside said she was murdered. And really? I found that very interesting. Um, when in was it? 1979. Interesting. So I almost wonder if Kubrick came across that and maybe right. used that for some inspiration. Um yeah. So, but I definitely think Kubrick was implying these kind of parties. 
Um, right. Yeah, let's talk I, about that a little bit. Um, because I know plenty of that, like mm-hmm. the information there. Yeah. Uh, the um, the the so the first time so Helena so everybody should we're, we're talking about Eyes Wide Shut and um, everybody should have seen the film by now. It came out in '99. Uh, and um, well, listen to Sean's podcast first before you go back and watch it because you'll see it in a completely new light. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, totally. I I did a like a three hour presentation mm-hmm. called Occult Kubrick and the Butterfly Net, mm-hmm. and um, my I talked about how that whole scenario was about breeding the females that are used uh, as prostitutes, and at the end. Ziggler is like she was a hooker, you know. What a, but yeah, she was a hooker, but she was like r- bred at these part at this ritual, mm-hmm. inseminated, you know, um, raised like Helena in these mm-hmm. places, and then stolen from the family, given to Millich to be hookers in their blackmail operations, mm-hmm. and then they, you know, they either grow up to be another breeder like Alice. Or they end up getting destroyed like Mandy. And it's mm-hmm. like we see little snapshots of all the different vignettes of these, the same type of woman that is playing the, mm-hmm. that same role of Ishtar in their magic mm-hmm. rituals, their Hyros Gamos. Um, so the, uh, the first time we see Helena, the daughter of... Bill and Alice, who are the main characters, uh, she she when we she first comes on stage or she when she we see her she's on the couch and she's wearing a tutu a white tutu ballet slippers and she's wearing white butterfly wings mm-hmm. and she asks her mom, "Can I stay up to see the Nutcracker?" And the Nutcracker is the first ballet which features children Mm -hmm. um so that is a pink ballet that's tchaikovsky's um he released it it was with um iolanta which is another one but the the nutcracker it the plot is about an old man well, you know, an older man who is the uncle of a young girl, prepubescent girl. And in order to win her affections, he gives her a nutcracker doll. And the little girl falls in love with the doll instead of the man. And he's jealous. And that is the... uh the tension and the drama mm-hmm. <laughs> so she goes she falls into a trance goes to sleep like going over the rainbow or like um going yeah, down the rabbit hole. exactly right to and it's it's a metaphor for the, the consciousness escaping the body during the trauma disassociating yes and the um so this story of the nutcracker is uh is another one of these uh uh storylines that 
abusers can use for mm-hmm. trauma-based mind control like like we said about above mm-hmm. the rainbow um that when you when the the kids hear the story they're given and it's like uh, a map where if they're being abused while this is the story is taking place or whatever it can help to map their internal um uh splits mm-hmm. where the programmer can access them with using uh different key uh elements of of the play they can mm-hmm. remind them of these things so um the nutcracker is the first uh ballet which features children and so uh ballet schools would feature this ballet every christmas and they would have new kids every year that are there like extras and um it's it's like uh it's like a smorgasbord for pedophiles mm-hmm. yeah it's a new group come through exactly. new like i guess they look at it i hate to use a term but fresh meat yeah yeah it's just disgusting yeah and i mean it's just another you know organization for um pedophiles to infiltrate just like any other organizations that give them access to children whether that's um the boy scouts of america uh religions like the catholic church the mormons or um the fundamentalist baptists uh, that you'll find all of it in there um gymnastics yeah schools yeah schools right yeah and so this is i mean it was constructed for the purpose i think of that to that was the idea was to create this thing where they can have little kids all the time mm-hmm. and i think that uh kubrick was including it in the film to remind us and to show us and then mm-hmm. The term yeah. pink ballet. Yeah, is... it's like a double entendre almost. Like, right. Like you got two two meanings right. that this is presenting. Right. So that's perfect for an occult. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an esoteric and the exoteric yes. of information, and it can be said with the same sentence. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, um, do you? Uh, uh, do you think that the the Nutcracker is? Uh, have you looked at the Nutcracker at all? Um, I haven't looked at it in depth. I know mm-hmm. the story. Um, I definitely can see, um, you know, this being used as programming, especially with in um, Eyes Wide Shut. You know, they, them showing Helena wanting to stay up and watch it, having right. the doll herself. Um, Right the at the end of the that, movie, right? Yeah, and that at the end of the movie, um, the two men that were at Ziegler's party at the beginning um, lead her away, which right. to me, I, I have serious doubts that Helena is Bill Harper's daughter. I think um, Alice, being a part of the cult, was you know impregnated in yeah. one of those rituals, and you know just played it off as being Bill's when she's not. Right. Um, and I think 
the end of the movie shows that she reached the age where she was to be handed over to to the cult. Right. Um, either either she reached the age. I I agree with you completely. That's my that's my thesis as well. Mm -hmm. Is that she was uh you know like Bill's family is like a warm nest where mm -hmm. they they put their egg in that other in the other nest until they need to until they need to harvest it. Mm -hmm. um, but the um, I think that she was taken out of schedule because of Bill's meddling and what oh, he's sure. seen. Yeah, for sure. And now yeah. he's a liability, so they had to get their butterfly out of his <laughs> nest because, and, like, what's he going to do with this information? And knowing that they have his daughter, you know, that's that would be a big thing that would probably keep most people's mouths shut. Mm. Um, so, but no, I definitely, I definitely feel like there's in. I can see the Nutcracker being programming for all the reasons we just talked about, but they also talk about, you know, other programming in the movie, like, you know, over the rainbow. And then right. there's um, Milich's shop, you know, with the rainbow above it. Um, right. So there's other um, instances. That, that glass room, that glass yeah. room has the neon sign mm -hmm. of rainbow. And then like, we know about over the rainbow mm -hmm. what's happening under the rainbow mm -hmm. is in this glass case where the, the asians are doing that with the kid you know right. what i mean mm -hmm. so like that we it helps us to understand about the over the rainbow under mm -hmm. and then like outside the shop it says under the rainbow mm -hmm. and the o in rainbow is a spiral oh, well. and you can see that from the street so they're advertising like hey we're a pedophilia business here come right. on in like and, and i know like for the people who don't don't maybe necessarily see how uh cooper could be implying that children are used in these rituals and the pedophilia um lily sobieski's character milich's daughter um obviously she's caught with the two asian men but she also whispers into Bill Harper's ear, you should get a ermine coat, right. which you don't hear. You cannot hear it. But if you put closed captions on, it will show it. And that yeah. indicates that she's been to these parties and she knows what he should wear. Exactly. So minors are attending these parties. So it's not so far fetched to see, right. connect all the dots there and then to connect all the dots with um, Helena. Yeah, and uh, the story, the the Nutcracker, she gets whisked away when she goes into the dream state. The little girl gets whisked away to this dream world where dolls are alive. And if you think about those parties, the people in masks look like mm -hmm. dolls. They're mm -hmm. walking around in their robes. Right. So, like, even that relates. Um, and there, I mean, it's a rumor, but... Uh, I mean, I guess it's well. It came from uh, the the mouth of um, of uh, well. She wrote it in her book as a autobiography. Um, God damn, what's uh, the the daughter of the guy who played Barry Lyndon? Uh, damn it, what was his name? He just died recently. He's a pedophile. He Mackenzie no, Phillips. No, no, not Phillips. Uh, no, no, not Phillips. The other one. She, she's an actor. She, she's an actress, and she played in Busy Paper Moon with her dad. And um, God, what the hell? Um. Anyway, 
uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan O'Neill, Ryan O'Neill, somebody O'Neill. What the heck is her name? Okay. Right. Yeah, um, it was a Ryan O'Neill. Ryan O'Neill's daughter was a young child actress as well, mm -hmm. and uh, the dad abused the daughter, and she was friends with like when. He went to London or to England to film uh, with Stanley for, he was pushed on Stanley by the, the uh, company. They were like, mm -hmm. you got to pick from this short list of big actors to get, you know, in order for this main character. And Kubrick chose Ryan O'Neill and Ryan O'Neill came with his daughter and uh, she, the daughter became friends with Vivian Kubrick. Mm -hmm. And in the in her autobiography, she talked about how uh, Vivian Kubrick uh, was seduced by Ryan O'Neill, and the uh, the daughter O'Neill was jealous and was mad that it was like, she, and it was this weird dynamic. Mm -hmm. But uh, Kubrick found out about it and kicked him off out of the. He was supposed to narrate the movie because it has a narration, mm -hmm. but they he fired him, got him out of his house, like you know, don't ever see my daughter again. Uh, and that's all he got. <laughs> yeah, right. But I mean, it's it seems as though like the they the Hollywood sent them in to. Get, mm -hmm. It's like that was on purpose, and uh, like mm -hmm. that dude used to take his daughter to Studio Fifty Four and like do a bunch of coke and MDMA mm -hmm. and like do orgies and shit. Oh, like, and it, you know, um, so that's like what Hollywood is doing. I mean, I think Kubrick knew all about that. Well, I mean like, that. Right, he ran yeah. away to England to get away from Hollywood. Yeah. I think in order to yeah. still make movies. Yeah, and to keep his daughter safe. Exactly, his other daughters too, right? Mm -hmm, he, had, mm -hmm. he had only girls. Um, yeah. I mean, another thing in Hollywood that comes to mind, and um, I forget what the um, – are you, have you heard of that site, Crazy Days and Nights, where they have right. the blind items and stuff? The he yeah, Heather, they the – Oh, man, yeah, that. Thing. They accused that Kubrick of some bad stuff too. Oh, uh, did but um, I, I got it was the that's the only rumor I ever heard about Kubrick is from mm -hmm. those guys. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the Heather O'Rourke thing, um, I believe that one, mm -hmm. and it's sick and disgusting. But I've heard way worse stories from actual survivors. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, even so, some of the um, you know, pink bat ladies I've read about and stuff. Um, like I, especially getting into the uh mark de trobe the Dutro affair reading some of the ex um dossiers um it's violent i don't know how some of these children survived their abuse it was so yeah awful like i don't understand how they i don't want to get too graphic weren't internally severely damaged I'm sure some of them were, but th the fact that they survived and I was just saying, this is some of the most horrific things I've ever read. Yeah. 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 Um, I've heard some of those um, like disgusting stories too. And like mm -hmm. the most, yeah, this, and 
you know, uh, Tatum O'Neill, I guess is her name. Uh, she's, she's had one of those lives, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm sure Marilyn Monroe has had one of those lives and mm -hmm. probably Beyonce and all the other ones that are being controlled. Uh, they all come from these. Well, and it almost abuse. sounds like, um, and you had mentioned earlier when we were talking previously, um, uh, John Benet Ramsey, according to her autopsy report. Oh man. Yeah, she was penetrated by something that wasn't a penis, uh, mm. just like the other one, uh, mm. Heather mm -hmm. O'Rourke. I mean, yeah, yeah, uh, and that's <laughs> yeah. So, like the, I mean, the, this the depravity is, is uh, there's no words, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't... <laughs> yeah. So, okay. There's no words, but we have a podcast and so yes. making words happen. So, so like the Dutro affair is one that is like Bonkers. way beyond words. Like, yeah, like way... like I still can't get over like nothing happened with that. Yeah, yeah. And he was let out, and then he like got caught again later <laughs> with more kids, and the kids kind of uh, another little Epstein thing, like. Right. And he, and he had was connected like to all the government. he was on assistant, yet he had like five houses, and he's putting like large amounts of like money in his bank accounts. Like, if that doesn't tell you other people are involved, like. I think wasn't he? Uh, didn't he say who else did you get? Like, uh, yes. I, I know that John. Mm -hmm. John Wayne Gacy said that, and yeah, um, the Night Stalker said that. Like there was, mm -hmm. uh, there was a, a lot of people asked, "Oh, who, who else did you get from the cult?" Yeah. Go ahead. What Which was that? Plug, I was just going to say, just to plug it for everyone. If you haven't read Dave McGowan's program to kill, you can find all that stuff there. <laughs> right. Yeah, program to kill is huge. It's very important, and mm -hmm. um, his other work as well. And I don't believe that he died of natural causes either. Mm -hmm. fast cancer terminal mm -hmm. cancer yeah but yeah no Dutro implicated other people too and there even was you know an occult group that was implicated on um, that the police raided and there's different stories whether things were found or not found and that's something I'm currently looking into um, it was are you the, talking about the Braxis the, uh... Institute Oh, uh, Abraxas, right, right. Mm -hmm. and, uh, about what about the Mothers of Darkness? Isn't that related? So to, to yes, it is. Um, supposedly, some of these pink ballets, um, uh, which some people like. I know Regina Wolf has indicated that children have been killed. She was um, X one in the X uh, dossiers, but. Um, Yes, it has been implicated as a um, location where these are held. Um, another um, individual, which is he's really interesting to listen to, is um, Ronald Bernard, the Dutch banker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, who also um, implicates that these parties happen. Um, I know when I was researching him, a lot of people got him confused with a different Ronald Bernard that I think that died in Florida, but it's not the same one. The, the Ronald Bernard, the former Dutch banker, is still alive. Um, but, I, you know, I'm always skeptical, um, you know, about testimonies and stuff. You know, I know a lot of them are true, but I know there's also some frauds there. But his emotions in that I felt were so genuine. 
Um, I agree. Yeah. Like, but yeah. So, but he is another individual who has spoken out about these parties, and that's when he left the industry. Um, he said, yeah, "I was a he, he said was I a banker." A, yeah, yeah. Or he he, said, he worked in the markets, right? Yeah, like within with like you know governments and real heavy hitters, and he said pretty much he's like uh they I think he said something like they told me to put my conscious or a soul in a freezer and he's like I was good with that and you know he had this was developed this cold um mentality um especially in that's kind of required in the industry and he said he was okay you know if there was these sex parties and stuff but then he said children became involved and he right. was like no I, I I can't I gotta go right. and he, he pieced out real quick yeah. And they, they let him go. And, uh, you know, I, I think that people, and I w- like some people are allowed to leave. Well, <laughs> yeah. I also wonder too, he's not name dropping. That's true. So, um, you know, part of me wonders if that's why he's, um, you know, not been, uh, knocked off. Um, right. so, so I'm just... sure he still gets, I, I, I imagine he probably still gets threats to, you know, to be quiet, but yeah. But I mean, um, you know, if you listen to like uh, Mark Passio talks about leaving the cult of the Church of Satan, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I'm going to leave, and I'm going to tell everybody what you do," and they're like, "Get out of here! Do your worst!" You know, loser. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't. Mm-hmm. They were like, "You can't hurt us." You well, know? a lot of times the you know, people's testimony sounds so absurd and that's why they're not afraid of them talking. They're like, everyone's just, no one's going to take them seriously because, you know, they do such depraved things. And when you can't like produce actual physical evidence and you're, you know, sharing these stories, you know, people don't take it seriously. Right. Yeah, and, and when the, the child story is so fantastical, oh, mm-hmm. I went to this place where there were living dolls, you know, like, okay, kid. Or make you, you, you know, the tunnels, like, you know, yeah. things like that. Um, a lot of times kids don't know how to verbalize right. um, what they're experiencing, especially when they don't have the vocabulary. Um, and then, you know, so they use words they are familiar with, and then it, it doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's kind of the same reason why people didn't believe the Michelle Remembers mm-hmm. book, because it was fragmented and uh, disparate, like it wasn't like a normal memory, but that's because it was the memory of a child that was, mm-hmm. you know, um, the it, it gets locked in at that age, and it stays, that part stays like that forever in there. Mm-hmm. So that memory is coming out like a six-year-old or a four-year-old or something um and then the adult is like oh that's not normal memory like that can't be real whatever so mm-hmm. um and if the if the cult is in charge of the justice system and the media and the religion and all that like they can just say eh, don't believe that that's some mm-hmm. fake crap and oh Dutro's only one guy mm-hmm. uh, don't don't worry about epstein um yeah he was trafficking to himself not to others like he was getting massages from Mm -hmm. you know like i mean it's so it uh 
it, that way it insulates the rest of the hierarchical structure mm -hmm. of obedience. And um, every so often, it seems like they just, they, they clean house every now and again, mm -hmm. like people start getting wise and like, oh, well, we got to burn off some of these excess pieces and, mm -hmm. you know, all the evidence is hidden away before Epstein get put in jail right. or, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. And I'm surprised like Elaine Maxwell hasn't saying, you know, saying like a canary, but she, um, she probably knows that Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> right. I think she even said that she said, she even said as much that mm -hmm. Epstein didn't kill her himself. And what's interesting too, is a lot of people don't notice, but Epstein, uh, he had a lot of occult symbolism in his properties and homes which were very suspect um that didn't really make sense like that uh little temple on the island that you could only access from underground um right. and go up in it like it's just it's, or the you know what was it the zorro ranch and that kind of like um maze looking structure and then him wanting to like use his dna to create you know a, a supreme race with his dna or whatever like really weird Stuff that's not talked about in depth. Think about like the kind of ego it takes. And then these oh cult gosh. people are like telling them, yeah, you can see the world with your, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get more Clintons, you know, yeah, yeah. Keep, keep doing the business. But then like, you know, people like Tom Cruise are like jumping on the couch and like, I'm the king of the world. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. and, like the Scientology is <laughs> telling him his ego, like inflating it, inflating it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You are the king. Oh, we love you. You know, mm -hmm. and he smiles with his one tooth in the middle. And, <laughs> That's really, it's like, it's the ego and it's just, wow. Mm -hmm. How did they, how can their ego run so rampant? They, it's really, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So let's, let's see what the, um, this ballet roses with Andre Le Trocure, mm -hmm. Troquet is the first instant of this, the word, the term yes. pink ballet. Yes. So, and yeah. blue ballet as well. Is that term still used? Is that is that still mm -hmm. a thing? Yep, they're still used. Um, you know, uh, up to current uh, day. So, and there's been many um, affairs that have happened after um, the ballet's roses, um, where mm -hmm. pink ballets are referenced in um, some of the feature um, ones I'm covering um, involve that. And there's, uh, I just like found doing my research another one um and it's actually um in france and it's bl a blue ballet and it's called the the coral affair so um that's something i'm going to be looking into as well well that's wonderful uh please keep us posted yeah. and um, bring the information to sure. the table we would yeah. love to to have you on yeah. again um, yeah no i was it was my pleasure i was super excited to come on <laughs> wonderful well it's it's a pleasure for me as well yeah. and i love to learn this and uh mm -hmm. i like to be able to fit it into my own thesis of like mm -hmm. it fits perfectly with the eyes wide shut oh and for sure it's, yeah i'm Definitely. very glad you brought it to the to the show thank you yeah no uh, problem is there any way, like, you have an Instagram? Uh, would yes, you like I to tell us that? Sure. So it's Nyx. It's N-Y-X period one, two, two, three. 
I also have a X or former, formerly Twitter account, um, and that's NYX1223, so no period in that one. Um, but I typically okay. um, use Instagram a bit more. Um, it's a little bit more friendly when I post my research as to how I want to post it and everything. Like, I get so angry, like, if I do a video or something, like, ask me, like, I think... I don't know, 60 to 60 seconds to maybe a minute and a half. And it's like, oh. oh no, you have to pay. Like, and then I end up with like a fragmented video so I can like, so Instagram um, is a little bit more friendly to like how I post my research, but people can reach me on either of those platforms. Awesome. Um, yeah. So send me a follow, um, you know, on Instagram, I, I have my Instagram on private, but you know, you send me a follow and I'll, I'll, um, accepted and stuff i just do that um just because some of the content i cover um <laughs> not everybody um or community standards i don't know uh some yeah. might report it's a me. third rail it's like a <laughs> right. third rail type right stuff. so but my um my um x or twitter account that's that's completely open like you can just send me a follow on there so fantastic and we will link those here uh on the show below and um so thank you again Nick's, yes, thanks for having me. You're very welcome. It's a pleasure for me. And uh, we will we will speak with you again in the future. Um, but just, you know, uh, the, yeah. the door is always open. Yeah, so. I'll keep you guys posted. I, you know, would look forward to coming back and covering another one. Wonderful. Thank you so much for helping thanks. us understand, like, the past relates to the future, mm -hmm. and we can learn new terminology and yeah. see more. With these new terms, we can look in the in the research and find more like mm -hmm. and i'm so glad that you went and dug up out of the french and you translated <laughs> like not many people are going to do that and mm -hmm. we appreciate that so much yeah hey, no problem awesome awesome well we will see you again soon and right. thank you listeners for listening and we will see you next time on week the dead <laughs>